It's time again. Welcome to Launch Left. I am Rain Phoenix, your host, and today we speak with Jose Gonzalez. Been a fan of Jose Gonzalez for many years and feel quite privileged, actually, to have a moment to speak with him personally about his music and all that good stuff. So I've got a couple favors to ask you. Don't forget, you can rate and subscribe down below. We're going to have all the information here if you're looking at YouTube or if you're listening out there. You just go to launchleft.com. Make it simple. And now we're going to welcome to the show Jose Gonzalez. So cool to have the opportunity to talk to you about your new record, which is beautiful. Thank you for making it. Well, well thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it and uh, excited to finally start uh, leaving the, the songs to the world. Do you already have plans to play? Yeah, already um, tomorrow I'm leaving... Uh, to uh, Germany to do some mm -hmm. shows and after that a couple of other places in Europe and um, in September I'll be playing in uh, in the US with doing a tour with Rufus Wainwright and uh, yeah. of course it all depends on the situation but it seems like uh, many places are starting to open up and we should be able to do the shows but with fully vaccinated uh, or with the negative tests so so that's cool. My goodness, your record is is beautiful. It just feels very alive, and I love that the, it's kind of noisy at times. Like you can hear the guitar mm. moving. It, I was I'm really fond of the fact that you didn't fix everything mm. and make it sort yeah. of perfect. You know, so, I've been recording at home uh, on all my albums. Uh, maybe yeah, the second one was in a in a room in a studio complex. But other than that, I I really enjoy being on my own when I write and record and uh and at first i wasn't that good at recording so so that made it sound lo-fi <laughs> but now i i do uh, now i feel like i i've learned a lot uh, along the way and uh, i know how to make it sound very quiet uh, or very polished professional uh but yeah i i'm a fan of uh, wabi-sabi the japanese uh, aesthetics of uh, uh letting some of the uh, sort of imperfect uh, stuff be there because it uh, brings something to the whole. Uh, so uh, so yeah. Uh, so I have my high, my high standards of what uh, how the guitar should sound, how my vocals should sound. But um, but I am also very. Uh, I think it's a very very important to keep the nerve by by leaving some of the faults in in there. Yeah, absolutely. Do you feel like recording is more um, what you like to do or do you like to perform live more or are they equally exciting to you, you know, artistically? Uh, I, I get the energy from both. Uh, so so there needs to be a variation in life. <laughs> and uh, yes. so, yeah, <laughs> and too much of one thing will, will make it boring. So, uh, so yeah, the variation is great. And and uh, and. Uh, uh, yeah, so now it's great. Now I'm sort of preparing to, to play the songs live and I need to rehearse. So I know that you sang in three different languages on the record. It's very poetic in English. I, I, and mm. I know a little Spanish, but um, yeah. 
as any of the three languages you sang in more readily easy for you to write in? Or? Yeah, the, the funny thing is that I got used to writing in English, although it's my third language. Uh, so um, I... Um, so Spanish is my mother tongue, the, the the language we speak at home with my family, like the the my old family. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my new family, the young one, uh, we speak Swedish, and Swedish is my main main language uh, that I, I always lived in in Sweden. It's mm-hmm. a language I think in and and dream in. And, uh, but but English, I it's uh, I might have the biggest vocabulary in English because of uh, my reading, I always read in, or listen to podcasts in English. Uh, when I'm mm-hmm. touring, I'm speaking English. And uh, yeah, I got used to writing songs in English when I was a teenager and then my early 20s. And since then, it's been uh, whenever I tried to write in Spanish or Swedish, it, 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 at first it felt awkward uh, or or, uh, or too direct. And, um, and uh, yeah, it wasn't until... Um, I started speaking Spanish to Laura when she was a toddler, and uh, I, I felt like, yeah, there's uh, no no need to feel awkward about anything <laughs> as a dad. So so I just uh, did it. I just uh, wrote in Swedish and Spanish, and uh, I felt uh, a relief uh, since um, many of my influences are from, uh, well, mainly from Latin America, but but also from Sweden. So it, mm-hmm. so now I feel like I'm. I'm uh, more in, in touch with my roots, <laughs> musical roots. I used to feel um, uh, writer's block in terms of writing, writing the lyrics. And uh, mm. so, so it's been an issue and I'm really happy that I'm sort of past that, <laughs> that phase in my life uh, because I used to uh, feel like uh, lyrics were the necessary evil. I, I wanted to play guitar, I wanted to sing, but I needed lyrics. And uh, yeah, that was the hard part for me. But now I, it, it comes easy. And with music, I always like to ask, how did music first find you? Yeah, I mean, so uh, there's uh, photos and, and stories. Uh, I don't have the memories, but I have the photos and stories from when I was young and was sitting with headphones listening to the records that my parents had. They had a very small collection of records, but, but yeah, there was some uh, Latin American music, some classical, some uh, Beatles uh, and uh, yeah, it was one of my one of the things I used to do as a three year old is to go there and like put the headphones on. <laughs> but apart from that, uh, it wasn't until uh, my teenage years when I um, discovered the guitar and, and uh, no one else played instruments at home. But, uh, but yeah, we, we liked music. We, my father especially liked to sing. But I, I picked up the guitar, and, and that's when, when it all started with, with acoustic guitar on one side and bass in uh, punk bands and hardcore bands. Uh, So, uh, yeah, very eclectic from the start. (laughs) I was pretty good at school. Uh, I I had to work hard and study, but but I did get good grades. And uh, so I got into uh, biochemistry. So that's what I chose uh, after after the school. I I went to the university to study molecular biology and then Mm -hmm. started doing research on viruses uh, in a... Uh, herpes virus uh, research lab and uh, did that for two years uh, when I released my first album and then I just left everything for music but mm-hmm. but yeah so I I did feel there were some times when I was thinking I, I should study music I really wanted to learn more music but uh, I, I figured that I can do that as a 
as my hobby and uh, and uh, and have this uh, other scientific side as as uh, what pays the rent. But then, as soon as released my first uh, album and uh, the song Crosses went on the radio, uh, it was pretty obvious that I was going to be able to pay the rent for music for a while. <laughs> So fantastic. That's that's a really cool story. And do you still have a passion for um I think you said molecular biology or chemistry? Yeah, yeah. so uh, yes, yeah. so so uh, in a way my my passion for understanding the small things uh, was more uh, nerdy and more specific when I was uh, doing research. Uh, mm -hmm. but since I started touring, I, it's been broadened. So so now I'm very excited about uh, science and philosophy and uh, and uh, I love uh, getting aha moments when I read books um, uh, by by researchers so so I read uh, uh, the uh, book about crispr cas9 which is a uh, uh, amazing technology and, and uh, yeah it, it's it's fun to to have this um, more uh, zoomed out view on science that I get to have uh, so so now that's become my hobby <laughs> to read science books <laughs> yeah do you feel like some of that some of that background f does figure it lyrically at times yeah I, I think it is but but in a zoomed out way and so it's more about uh, in a way once you learn how you can get complexity from small things you can appreciate the the beauty of nature uh, from a naturalistic Point of view and not necessarily a supernatural that that seems to be so common around the world and uh, i think that's pretty obvious to anyone who reads my lyrics that i'm i'm a, um, i'm a fan <laughs> of, of the na naturalistic worldview the, the uh, humanistic worldview but you have um also an interest it seems in the the beauty of altruism i've been inspired by uh, peter singer the philosopher and uh, and also uh, at first some some young uh, students in oxford that that started to take his ideas uh, more seriously and and basically trying to do the most good you can with the resources that you have and they um, they started uh, doing research on on our biggest uh, challenges uh, on earth and and our best uh, uh tools to tackle these issues but but uh, also talk about uh, human flourishing and and how you can uh, with very small amounts of money do lots of uh, good in terms of uh, extending uh, extending uh, the quality of life for for many people around the world so so that's been one of my uh, one of the things that I like to promote, effective altruism, it's called, and uh, yeah, by giving 10% a year of my earnings to, to uh, very effective charities, uh, that's one of the issues. And another one is more philosophical, where, where you try to figure out uh, uh, who we are, where we're headed, and, uh, and it's kind of interesting to see why, how uh, technology is habilitating uh, Com mass communication and uh, yeah so there are many many things to think about in, in terms of uh, how to uh, uh, how to make people flourish now and in the future yeah i always think of how wild it is that we have each of us has um choice at all junctures right at all times we have a choice 
um, which way to go, how to behave, what to impart on others, whether strangers or friends or loved ones, um, what to share and what not to share, right? And that each mm. of these these micro adjustments or these little choices we make. I feel that's the same way that, that uh, you, you can have uh, unexpected ripple effects from, from very small gestures. Uh, um, but, um, and just to contrast that to to uh, effective altruism, where you, you try to figure out which uh, actions have the biggest effect, uh, which is a, a bit uh, different. Uh, so, so I, you can compare uh, maybe Jainism, uh, where where you don't want to tread on any insects, right. <laughs> with yeah. um, uh, effective altruism movement that might um, focus on uh, factory farming, or where, where you have like huge amounts of uh, uh, animal suffering. Uh, so, so you, you can see, try to differentiate the, the the all the actions that you do, and try to figure out which of those actions have the biggest impact. And, and so, it's a slightly different uh, mindset, I guess, to, to what you're saying. It's interesting because I think what you're saying is that it's almost like a study. It's a practice in discovering the most effective form of altruism for the biggest um, help. Right, the most yeah, help you yeah, can it's, get, uh, right? it's uh, it's very so it can be very uh, sort of uh, uh, cold. Uh, uh, I've uh, noticed when I mention how 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 it's been studied uh, because it's basically using economic tools to to see where you can get most bang for the buck, <laughs> even if it's uh, money or time or or um, yeah or other resources. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know the. Again, the the aspiration or the wish is to help as much as possible. Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So, I, so that's and, uh, and, uh, yeah. I always feel like um, it's not what you do; it's your motivation, right? The motivation is is coming from a very pure place of wishing to to hmm. to help. So even yeah, if yeah. you use like economic, you know, yeah, um, yeah. systems yeah. or things that feel cold yeah. and less warm. You know, and kind of, I'm not sure if I was totally clear. What I was suggesting is no, less no, Jain, was, Jain, uh, Jainism and more like this idea that um, yeah, yeah. if if in our minds we have the 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 wish mm. to help as many mm. as possible, then mm. whether whether it is in a in a way that you're suggesting where we're actually like studying what is going to make the biggest impact. Or mm. you know, smiling at a person on the street. Yeah, but yeah. Have, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of both. Just to be clear, yeah. I'm a. <laughs> yeah. No, I yeah. can tell. That's why I love having this conversation with you, is because yeah. I think you know it's all part of that same um, yeah. heart yeah. space, really, of just like yeah. ca- caring as opposed to yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> Good. Well, well put. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a wish and a care for others, you know, a concern for others, which I think is so so great. And mm. your music has mm. always been really um, important to me in that it has such a, you know, you talked about making, you know, when it comes to the sciences or, or having to drill down what, uh, effective altruism is it seems cold or or clinical uh and you studied chemistry and you have this sort of scientific side but when it comes to your music there is such a warmth and such an an invitation to feel 
and to have joy and to dance. And so, uh, you know, we're complex, right? Humans are complex yeah, yeah. and we, we, we yeah. bridge the gap all the time in our own ways. And, and I yeah. think it's such a nice juxtaposition that, that yeah. you're and, a scientific and, uh, mind, you know? Yeah, no, I, so I always felt like one doesn't need to exclude the other. That's yeah. uh, to me a, a false uh, dichotomy. So, yeah. uh, so I'm, uh, so, so basically I'm, I, I, I like using the words, uh, spiritual because it's, uh, without believing in spirits, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I know how much, uh, music and, and, uh, collective experiences can really elevate our, uh, our, uh, uh, elevate our feelings in, in ways that you don't really need to explain. You can just, uh, <laughs> you know experience it and uh so so yeah i'm once again i'm a fan of of both <laughs> uh, finding out the the smallest details of how, how things work and and but also of uh, just experiencing things as these uh smart primates uh, that we are and i i'm curious if children have changed the way that you approach art yeah, yeah, I think it has. Uh, so one thing on this album that I think stands out compared to the others is uh, the playfulness. I, uh, I have a couple of songs that are very uh, silly or, or funny or, yeah, just way more happy than, than the other albums. So Swing and Lila Guman. And, yeah. Those are uh, yeah, and Honey Honey. Um, <laughs> so, so sorry for the sound. <laughs> no worries. Um, and what else? Uh, yeah, and also uh, for me, trying to uh, figure out who I want to be as an artist, I, I felt like uh, I, I wanted to change a bit my my artistic side towards a more uh, varied. Um, uh, so not only guitar and vocals with uh, sort of monotonic uh, <laughs> guitars, uh, uh, linear chord structures i allowed myself to be and uh, to be more varied and uh, maybe it has to do with uh, not feeling that i need to try to be cool in a way so i'm more okay to uh, use uh, the tools of uh, classic singing songwriting <laughs> uh yeah so maybe those uh, those are things that i have changed a bit um, and I know that your partner made the artwork, which is so beautiful. The cover, the cover art yeah. of your, was that the first time you all had collaborated, um, on an album of yours? So she, she did, uh, my Junip, um, not the cover, but the, the inside of, uh, uh -huh. of the, the artwork, uh, -huh. uh for that, that was, uh, 2013 wow. and, uh, and then she did my my third solo album, uh, and now for this album we we uh, talked about what what we should do, and we uh, looked through our common uh, what do you say yeah. common taste, and and we both like Joseph Frank, uh, textile designer that that used to make these uh, beautiful textile designs and. Especially the ones that they have a black background and then like very colorful plants and animals. Uh, so that that was the inspiration for this album cover. And, and I think Hannah Le made a great job in, in, uh, yeah, in absolutely. using that style. 
I, was, I also invited her to sing on this album, which uh, that's the first time. <laughs> so she sings on the, this uh, latest uh, single, uh, Swing. Yeah, I, I heard it tonight, and it's, uh, yeah. she's a great singer. So maybe this yeah. will happen <laughs> again. I was like, wow, yeah. her voice yeah. is really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Do you feel like visual art and music are sisters, you know? Uh, I do get inspired by art, uh, visual art. Uh, so I, I really enjoy going to, to galleries or museums. And mm. um, I'm very inspired by concepts too. So, so, um, so yeah, when I'm writing the music, maybe I don't have that many images, but when I'm... Uh, Writing the lyrics, many times I have, uh, uh, yeah, visual metaphors. Many times in my mind, um, it uh, it helps. I feel to to try to, yeah, make poetry. Uh, to to not only think in terms of uh, words and concepts, but but also uh, vis visual visual concepts. What does the United States look like to you as you're there yeah. <laughs> um, in a totally a different country, experiencing it from a different lens? I'm so curious, and you yeah. don't have to share if you don't want to, but I'm so curious. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> uh, it's uh, no, it's fascinating because um, so uh, as you you know, my my parents fled uh, Argentina from a military coup, and uh, this uh, basically the the military coups around uh, Latin America were all. Uh, pushed on from from the states, so so I grew up with a very anti-American mindset, um, leftist, uh, anti-imperialist, uh, you know. So so um, so I grew up uh, with a very negative view on America. And then uh, when I started touring, you, you see how nuanced uh, the world is. <laughs> so every country has its own sides and and uh, own variations and. Um, so back in 2004, when I did my first trip, that was to a golf course in, uh, in outside of LA. A very <laughs> it was a prize. Uh, there were prize ceremony. <laughs> that was my first impression. And uh, since then, I've been uh, doing all the tours, like clockwise, anti-clockwise, in the middle of the country, everywhere. So uh, I've seen how how varied US is, and. Um, and you have a, a very, uh, it's basically many cultures inside of a, a big chunk of land. And uh, so it's very difficult to, to say one thing about such a big country. But, uh, but of course, um, uh, 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 in the media, so in Swedish media, uh, the American news is, uh, is very prominent. And, and uh, so, so it's very difficult not to have an opinion about the whole country <laughs> uh, especially with uh, uh, you know uh, different types of uh, wars or, or economic uh, issues or, or uh, Trump when he was in power and and now with the um, uh, US stands out many times uh, along um, among the rich countries it stands out as an outlier um, same uh, same way as Sweden stands out um, as being a very uh, sort of uh, when when you see World Values Survey, uh, there's a there's a map of uh, how traditional or conservative uh, countries are, how uh, liberal or, or collective uh, uh, 
uh, countries are and, and Sweden especially stands out there and US also stands out as uh, as an outlier. Um, so so yeah, one of the issues now I feel like it's uh, it's weird to have the best science in the world coming out of uh, US many times, but you also have this very anti-science uh, movement uh, that are very strong in, in the US. So that's one of the things that I think about a lot. Um, actually, one of your songs, I can't remember the title right now, but it seemed to, the lyrics seem to speak of that, this sort of like inability to to even see uh, an opposing side. Uh, Valle Local, Local yeah. Valley. Uh, yes, where, yeah, the title track, that's right. And um, yeah, so that song, I'm, I'm thinking about the tri- tribal cultural wars <laughs> that are going on and... Uh, and basically not being able to communicate properly. So, so uh, to try to be more specific, I think it's very weird and interesting to have, uh, for example, the, the the Christian right being so uh, pro pro guns. <laughs> I don't think uh, Jesus uh, would have been so so pro gun if he. If he, if he lived now or came back to, to see what's happening, uh, so and uh, and the left has its uh, uh, faults too, like being um, uh, anti-science. Sometimes there's uh, uh, yeah w- within the sort of green uh, or the yoga community, there's a lot of anti-vaxxers, for example, um, that don't don't really follow the science. So, so yeah, I, I see this tribal and um, misinformation trends that are going on as, as inspiration for that song, mm-hmm. uh, where, where I'm thinking of uh, tribes being caught in a valley and not being able to communicate and basically not seeing this other more beautiful and better valley if they just uh, look up and, and uh, communicate better. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be a lot of that going on here. Um, not a lot of communication or even uh, like open discussion about the things that we don't agree on. There's just like two different sides that are right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> a lot of, um, uh, what I say, mo- motivated reasoning. So, so you know the answer and you just like reason for towards that answer and you're not really right. trying to formulate the other, the other person's point of view. To, mm-hmm. to try to understand properly what the, the other part is saying. So, so yeah, yeah, it's, uh, and, but, but it's nothing new. I think that's been part of our <laughs> cultures forever. <laughs> it's just that it's been, um, uh, what do you say, accentuated with, with our information uh, age, uh, uh, d- digital information age. How, how have you been feeling about just the environmental um, destruction. Do you think that is part of this sort of inform- digital information age where we wouldn't have known that there are certain destructions happening across the globe if we didn't have, you know, 24-hour news yeah. cycle and social media? Or do you feel that we are in a more acute time in in our environmental destruction than before? So I'm... Um of course, uh, sad that we're destroying so much. Uh, and, uh, but, but I, uh, I try to read, uh, um, people who, who ha- have been following the, um, uh, our, um, 
technology tra tra trajectory and how it's been helping us in many ways to uh, uh, yeah being able to spend more time uh, with uh, with our interests and not not uh, washing clothes or or uh, or walking long distances to to get water so so you have uh, this technology boom that that has uh, the last couple of hundred years has has been the the main reason why we have also a population boom, and that has put enormous pressures on on um, our environment. And uh, so, so, yeah, I acknowledge it's a huge, huge deal. Uh, but uh, but I'm also seeing light in the end of the tunnel. So there's um, many many good examples of how uh, how the uh, rich um, countries. The, the more the, the richer the countries get the the better they're able to take care of uh, of uh, waste for example or 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 um, yeah now also being able to decouple uh, economic growth from environmental impact so so I think there are some some interesting positive news to to uh, to uh, be inspired by um, but but yeah there, there's a long way to go because uh, we're we have the we have an excessive uh, nitrogen uh, uh, coming out in the from from our uh, animal farms or, or factory farms. Uh, we have yeah. phosphor, phosph too yeah. much phosphor. We have of course, of course uh, the greenhouse gases. We there are so many things to <laughs> to mention that are on the wrong tra trajectory. But uh, but yeah, I think uh, the more. Uh, at the same time that we're seeing these uh, culture wars and misinformation campaigns, uh, uh, we are also seeing lots of uh, efforts in to collaborate. And uh, yeah, we were able to tackle the the uh, what's it called the ozone. Mm. Uh, we had problems with the ozone. Yeah, exactly. Mm. We had problems with that, but we were able to have a, a global. Putting global standards on on getting rid of some of the worst chemicals, and and we managed to do that. So so yeah, I'm I'm uh, hopeful that we will be able to tackle the greenhouse gases too. <laughs> okay, now let's talk just to shortly about like um, music that you like. Are there some artists that you are listening to that you feel like we should know about? Love to know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. I mean, I I. I can uh, mention Jan Johansson, the, the Swedish pianist. Uh, that has been an inspiration for me. Uh, that uh, uh, and I can mention Monica Settelund, that I really love her voice. And so these are like old school Swedish classic jazz uh, musicians. Um, um, and then um, on on the other hand, uh, one of the new uh, Things that I found uh, during the pandemic was uh, uh, some kids set up a sound system in the park uh, because the clubs were closed. So they they were playing amazing dance music from uh, from Nigeria and Congo. Uh, and there was this uh, song by Oritz Femi that's become one of my favorite songs to to run run to in the morning. Nice. Um, uh, Very what cool. else? Yeah, there's uh, too much uh, music to. Uh, I'm not sure where to continue. Or, uh. um, well, are you going to be playing with the full band when you come out uh, with Rufus? Would I'll be playing solo. 
So just me and a guitar and, and Great. Uh, I'll be, so Swing and a couple of other songs from the album are, are, ba- are, are looped, so looped guitars Great. and vocals. So, so I'm going to yeah. make it sound big at times, but, but uh, I'll, I'll, for that tour, I will actually try to keep it a bit more classic, uh, just guitar and vocals. And- but we really appreciate that you wanted to come on the show. And oh, it was a pleasure. It was, fun. Uh, it was fun. Your record is so beautiful, and I wish you all the best luck with all of it, and see you on the road. Hi, I'm Jose Gonzalez here on Launch Left. Uh, I'd like to present one of my new songs from my new album, uh, a song called El Limento, The Invention. Uh, from the album Local Valley. Y por agradecer lo extraño de simplemente ser un alma curiosa singular Compleja en su calma y tempestad Dime, ¿por qué será? Dime, ¿por dónde vas? Dime Y en el amanecer Cuando todo va a cambiar Todo de color a aparecer un mundo lleno de belleza y de dolor dime por qué será dime por dónde vas dime de dónde somos dime y dime por qué será dime en dónde estamos dime A la gente del libro Pretendiendo entender Los enigmas del universo Dime, ¿por qué será? Dime, ¿por dónde vas? Dime, ¿de dónde somos? Será, dime, en dónde estamos, dime, por qué. Launch Left aims to create an intentional space that highlights and empowers all artists for whom radical creativity is not a choice, but a necessity. Launch Left begins with music, but its ultimate aim is to launch left-of-center artists in all creative fields. 